Hi, I am Christopher Coles II, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, created, produced, and 100% unscripted by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast is them talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they have messed up and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, how to live in this world but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music, the same way they talk about and live it at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and as such, it is just them talking as they always have to me for over two decades. And I hope you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Wholly Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. for your continued blessings upon us. Thank you for helping us to see them despite the difficulties and unplanned events that we find ourselves in. I'm grateful for the grace that you give us to carry on knowing that you're right there in partnership with us. Help us to speak freely and to help ourselves, our family, and our listener through whatever words that come out of our mouths, let them be yours. Help us to be constantly in full communion with the magisterium of the church and to humbly defer to the magisterium when we are not in alignment with them as we only want to share what the magisterium has taught for so long. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You didn't kiss me after the last I'm sorry. Episode. Um, I should. Okay. Well, I forget what we were going to talk about, so... Those kisses you just wish had you there. something planned. Something on your head. Do you know what it is? Nope. Because you didn't tell me. I did. No, you didn't. I did in our prayer. The magisterium. We're going to talk about the magisterium. Magisterium. Because we can fit that into a half an hour, right? Sure. I mean, if we could fit the it, Our Father into the, half an hour. The magisterium is the Pope and the bishops in alignment with, in, in communion with him. And... That's the magisterium. Okay. You ended the lesson. <laughs> so, right now there's a big to-do with the, with the German uh, bishops. There seems to be one every couple of years. Uh, there's the challenges that people were having with the Amazon uh, conference or accord. Synod. Synod, yep. Um, and uh, what about all that stuff, you know, in in the past? 
you know, uh, Aquinas and August, Augustine and Irenaeus and all those guys, you know, don't they have any part in it right now? Um, so the magisterium involves the teachings of the church as given by the bishops, popes, and our 2,000 years of tradition as handed down through these writings that have been accepted uh, as written by saints and doctors or uh, people whom the Pope might quote in a, in a letter or, or such thing. Um, so that's, that's why I also say, you know, if we at Holy Owned and Operated, on holyownedandoperated.com, mm -hmm. or somewhere else, um, in the Vacation Bible Schools that we yeah. produce, like the one that's available now for the Year of St. Joseph, not your average Joe, which is at holyownedandoperated.com slash VBS. Sorry, see, I get that in. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. You did. Um, if we say something in conflict with the magisterium, that's on us. Yeah. And the and we want people to defer to the magisterium because we do too. What we're if we're saying something counter to what the magisterium has taught for two thousand years. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> and because we don't want to be that. Yeah, and we're not. And we're not teaching that. Right. Um, we're, we are simply trying to put in layman's terms what the magisterium teaches sometimes in really big... In what words. I would call ecclesial terms. Yeah, really big terms. <laughs> really big words. They, use, they throw things around like hermeneutics and eschatological. Uh-huh. Oh, good. And soteriology. Yeah. And yeah. All those big theology words that yeah. really, you know, they, they do say something. They, they do, do mean those, something. Those words they, they, mean they mean, mean stuff. Um, but, um, but the average Catholic um, does not need to know those words. They kind of need to know what they represent, though. Right. Um, so we cover so, things like hermeneutics and eschatological and ecclesial and whatever that other word. Soteriology. So, Soteriology. So, 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 okay. Salvation. So, oh, so, why didn't you just say that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> exactly. Well, why didn't you just say church? <laughs> Well, because you said ecclesia. Yeah, you were supposed to define it. Oh. Never mind. Eschatological means end times. End study times. Of end times. Yeah. 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 Like revelation, which it's revelation, but, not revelations. Yeah, but it's not just revelation. It's right. it's yeah, all of it. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. That's um, why, I mean, why don't why don't we just say J N instead of John? You know, I mean, let's simplify it, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, this magisterium that's kind of mysterious. This, this ubiquitous meaning everywhere. Uh, 
ethereal, meaning out there in the wind all around us, but unseen. <laughs> the, that gets a little... It does. The, 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 yeah. So the bishops... Well, first of all, can a bishop be wrong? Yes. Uh, and why is that? Because he's a man. That's correct. He's a, a human, human being. Human being. A fallen person like the rest of us. Yep. He is not God. Nope. Uh, he can. He is to be obeyed, and he can be respectfully disagreed mm-hmm. with. Good Hi morning. There. Um, and can be respectfully approached with disagreements. Right. Just like any of us would respectfully approach anybody else. Right. Um, and sometimes, and we may think right now more often than not, bishops have gone out the deep end. And you know what? That has happened. <laughs> Every, more times than we know. Yeah, I listened to you know, the Saint of the Day from Franciscan Media, which you can find at franciscanmedia.org. Mm-hmm. And... It's like every third or fourth saint is like bringing reform back to the church right. after it had been, you know, in yeah. in sinful trouble for decades, decades or centuries. Yeah. You know, and so when you hear people say this is a great time for saints, well, <laughs> maybe that's because the church really needs them right now. You know. Yeah. Um, so be a saint. Yeah, be a saint. Don't be a complainer and continue to live in magisterium with the church when when we hear in fact I was just talking to our brother-in-law yesterday he was talking about their church and how in the last couple of years you know a lot of people left uh, because the pastor has done something and he said you know the pastor is in charge you know he's you know what he says and does is you know that's that's the law, and I said to him, I said I understand that, but there's a different way to go about it. The pastor could ask people, "What do you think?" Yeah. You know, and Father Simon on Relevant Radio says this. You know, if the pastor asks people what they think, at least the people know that they've been able to give their input, regardless right. of whether the priest makes the decision in uh, in their favor, if you will, or not. Right. You know. Um, and so there's less schism. But, uh, you know, the, it can be, I think, fairly argued that the schism, the great Protestant revolution happened <clears throat> because the Pope, Leo the Tenth, is a Leo, I believe, yeah. Leo called Luther in writing, uh, Words that are unworthy of repeating, repeating airplay. The FCC well, would not allow them. To be yeah, said. I mean you can read them, <laughs> well, you know. Um, and a good Hi. book to get. I don't. I don't. I like your dresses. The um, I don't. I don't remember the author, but the name of the book is Bad Shepherds. Um, and that's a good place to go if you're wondering, well, how can the magisterium be right if so many of these guys, because there are a lot of them, mm-hmm. were wrong? Yeah. Well, okay, but the church, Jesus gave 
feet are the keys. And he built his church upon Peter and said that the gates of hell will never prevail against the church. Right. Um, and so the, the fence and the gates, if you will, are the stalwart people who make up the magisterium. Right. From, from my perspective. Yeah. So, um, and, and we need to recognize that sometimes there are these times of tumult and turmoil and culling because the wheat has to be separated from the chaff. Right. The, the, we, there's, there's always going to be weeds among the wheat. Right. There's always going to be a Judas amongst the apostles. And <laughs> the, you know, it's in, in the weeds and the wheat parable, the, the farmer said, don't pull the weeds because when you do that, you're going to pull up the wheat too. Right. You need to let them grow together, and then I'll separate it. We'll separate it at the end. Right. You know, and you know that—that's a good way to look at this world. You know, there's good, there's bad, there's pretty, there's ugly, there's, you know, good and evil. And when the. <laughs> When the bishops seem to be kind of out of step with one another, <clears throat> there's it'll get separated out, just maybe not in the way we think it should, or yeah. in the way that you know, or in our lifetime. In our lifetime, yeah. you know. Um, so, so. I think that all answers the question, well, what if my bishop is wrong? And what if yeah. the pope is wrong? And Well, look, they're going to be, okay? Right. Um, but the magisterium No is, bishop is going to get it right every single time. Right. And the, the well, you know, Bishop Strickland and Bishop Sissa. Okay. But, but they're but not going to get it right every single you're right, time. You're right. You know, I mean, just like, wow. Um, you're right. The, just you know, plan. just like a, a father in in a family is not going to get it right every single time. Right. Yeah, don't we don't know that. <laughs> um, so the... Or a mother, you know. So, well, you do, right. you do, but I try yeah. not to point that out too much. You get no, it right I don't. Time. Um, so... I yell at cream. <laughs> with all that being said, the, the magisterium is actually part of that because... Paul tells us that the only way for us to find the truth is for people to argue against it. Ignorantly, perhaps, but it forces us to yeah. seek and know the truth. Right. Um, so that is, that, that is absolutely necessary, um, which frankly is, uh, I think, how the gospel spread so well and so rapidly in the, the Greek world, because... Yeah the the Greeks were all about finding truth and they thought mm -hmm. they had the truth and someone came in and argued Christ's saving grace and there were arguments and executions. Yeah. Um, but those arguments revealed the truth. 
um, which, uh, which the apostles were bringing to them. So the magisterium is a uh, conglomeration of all this knowledge, all this wisdom, all this understanding that has been guided by the Holy Spirit. And uh, because of our fallen nature, it's messy. Yeah. Because the truth is out there. Yeah. It's just a matter of the, uh, the all the other stuff blocking us from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi right. there. She's being a good dog, garden <laughs> things. Especially our puppies. Yep. So, um, so the magisterium is our teacher on earth. Right. Um, it is because of this constant struggle, this constant search for truth that causes people to argue with each other. Uh, that we can trust the magisterium and at the same time we cannot trust ourselves. Right. The magisterium gave us the Bible. And the way to read it and interpret it. Right. You know, you, if, if you, you, you can't... You know, people, like there's an argument on whether Tolkien meant for yeah. Lord of the Rings to be an allegory of Christianity and the Catholic Church or if it was just a story. Yeah. Well, he says it was just a story in some of his later writings. Doesn't mm-hmm. it actually confirm that? But, so people argue that while others, and there are books on this yeah. that are as thick as Lord of the Rings <laughs> that describe in detail the allegorical content of the book, whether or not Tolkien meant it. Right. Well, but the point is, if Tolkien came back and said, this is the way the book is, this is what I wrote it for, this is why, that would be it. Yep. And he doesn't do that. He can't do that. So it's left up to interpretation. The Bible is not like that. No. The Bible has been compiled by the church and those who put through the Holy Spirit that's right and those who put the books in the Bible are the ones who know what it means and how to how to read it yep with a great amount of leeway as long as you're in union with the magisterium right um because you can't say Jesus was just being symbolic when he said, you know, do this in memory of me, or, you know, this is or my blood. This is my body. You know, this is my body. I, he, you know, I he am the bread of life. Yeah, he wasn't being. You must eat my flesh and drink we, my blood. If we think he was being symbolic, we need to check with those who put this together and whom he gave authority the, the authority to loose on earth and right. bind on earth and realize that the church has the authority to infallibly say he meant this as the real deal. Right. Grape juice doesn't cut it every couple of months, you know? Right. So the magisterium is... Uh, 
is a kind of an, an unstoppable force. And it's, it's meant to be, you know, we've, I, I've taught this in several courses and classes that, and, and other people teach it too, it's not just my making it up. You can think of, you know, the, the three-legged stool and, and the legs of that stool are scripture, sacred scripture, sacred tradition, and the magisterium. We have sacred scripture that comes to us as the word of God. Okay? It was through sacred tradition and the magisterium that settled on those writings that are inspired by God and the Word of God, okay? So you can't have sacred scripture without tradition and the magisterium. Then you have sacred tradition, which even sacred scripture points to tradition. St. Paul specifically says that, you know, tells, uh, I think it's Timothy, or maybe the Thessalonians. You you said that we have have tradition that points to sacred tradition. Sacred scripture points to sacred tradition. Right. Um, St. Paul tells by word of ours or traditions that, you know, written or oral and the traditions that we've passed on to you. Um, And those sacred traditions are, are defined by the magisterium to help keep things from being lost or added in that don't that that aren't yeah that, that necessary fit someone's personal right. agenda or needs right so helps them water down their own sinful know, nature and whatever. and the magisterium has this authority given to them by God by Jesus specifically and and that's, you know, that's what it is. That's why we follow it and, and want to be uh, in line with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus will spit out the lukewarm, mm-hmm. you know. And that's kind of the weeds, Yeah, I, I think. And... You know, I I hear when people leave the church because of a certain priest or a certain bishop or a certain act in their local diocese or or even or the parish, yeah, or even the church worldwide. You know, yeah, um, you know, because there was a you know a, an Amazonian Madonna goddess statue at an altar during the synod and sort of things. Yeah. You know. Hey, well, that was a mistake, yeah. Know, or it may have been purposeful, right? But it's not what the church thinks. No. It's what whoever was setting up the altar, or the bishops who were celebrating there, or whatever, you yeah. know. And I'm not even sure it was an altar. I think it was just a display. It was just a display. But people thought, oh no, the Pope's going native on us, you yeah. know. Idolatry. Um, and the um, and even if the Pope did, because there have been. Plenty of popes who've, yeah. you know, not just walked off the deep end, but they've 
it dove straight in, yep. you know, with a triple axle and a double <laughs> Luganus, you know, or whatever, you know, um, with no splash. I mean, <laughs> straight in. Um, but that doesn't mean the church did. Right. The very fact that we're having an argument about it <laughs> yeah. means that the church didn't. Right. You know, um, the very fact that we're having discussions and arguments about the Pope's thoughts on divorced people receiving the Eucharist means that the church isn't going that way. And the church is deliberatively slow mm -hmm. because the truth deserves that. Yep. Making snap judgments and, and decisions is not yeah. a good way to make the right decision. Yeah, it's, it's emotional and reactive. And the church has all of history to look back on and all of the future to think of. Right. You know? Um, so, the, I, Michael was telling me, he said, uh, he was at an ordination, one of the, one of the priests came up to the newly ordained priest while Michael was talking with him and said, well, welcome to the priesthood. The new priest said, thank you, thank you, thank you. He said, your chances for going to hell have gone up exponentially. <laughs> um, you, you know, because... The well, devil hates priests. Well, and, and Let's so, just say that. Yeah, they're going to play on their and, their ego or uh, their emotions, yep. their, um, their humanness, um, and that can lead to leading others astray, which is as we read in the Bible that the Magisterium put together, is a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, leading these little ones, these children in the faith, mm -hmm. to the wrong place is, we're well, going to have some explaining to do, Lucy. Yep. Oh, look um, the hawk. Yep. Pretty. So, the... The magisterium is not this body of people who get together to vote. Nope. Um, the uh, it's not just the car the College of Cardinals right. who take the 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 will of the Holy Spirit and physically enact it by electing a pope. Right. Um, it's not just the Pope, um, you know, if a Pope said that, you know, women could be priests, they'd have a whole lot of 2,000 years worth of other people saying, so what, you think we're wrong? Right. You, you know, or, yeah. or a thousand years. Yeah. And uh, the, even when the church declares something infallibly, it is only to codify truly what the church has believed for a long time. Right. And that only happened half a dozen times, you know, in, you know, in recent times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, the, in, in terms of, you know, um, uh, being written down as this, I am saying this infallibly, you know, 
ex-cathedra. Um, but, but that's why there are there's doctrine and there's teachings or you know different levels of what an understanding is like yep. doctrines, teachings, traditions, practices, you know, right. yeah. uh, personal devotions, you know, kind right. of in that sort of uh, right. <laughs> level. Good morning. The magisterium doesn't have a it doesn't have a point of view on whether or not there are aliens. Right. You know. Um, but if there are, the church doesn't have a problem with that and doesn't think that, you know, aliens are above the truth. Right. <laughs> you know, and the church doesn't have a an infallible teaching or doctrine on whether or not to hold hands during the Our Father at Mass. Right. <clears throat> that sometimes a local tradition uh, or a, a practice, practice that yep. then can become a local tradition yep. if it's done long enough. Yep. So the even if you get all the bishops, even if you get Bishop Sis, who you know, to write something, and all the bishops across the world say, "Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree," mm -hmm. you know, and the Pope says, "I agree, I agree." Well, that doesn't make it so, because there has to be consistent uh, <clears throat> acceptance and agreement amongst the magisterium, and. Uh, and, and teaching of it. Right. You know, if everybody agrees that something is so, but they refuse to teach it. It ain't so. There's, yeah, a little, little disconnect there. So, but in the long run, there is no um, uh, group that gets together that's called the Magisterium. And right. they all have their little white and black marbles to vote yeah. yay or nay. Um, about half my hill. And since it isn't, you know, a, a, a legislative body, yeah, it can be confusing for folks. Yeah, especially in in our culture, that's a democratic society. Yeah, or yeah. even more so, it's a my way or the highway right. society. And the, you know, the church is building the highway. Yeah. You know, and then saying, come on along. Yeah. But if you don't, the highway still goes this way. Right. So, I hope that helps with the mysteriousness of this magisterium that we're about. Yeah. We certainly want to be in union and communion yep. with the Magisterium because yes. the Magisterium is in union and communion with the Lord. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection 
a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit wholyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a non-profit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. God bless.